Hey everyone, welcome back to the Beneath the Layers podcast. I'm your host, Larry, and today, today's episode is going to be a little bit different than some of the other ones we have recorded before. Again, like the first season, we kind of uh, interviewed quite a bit of people, went through their lives and sort of talked about some of the experiences that they have gone through. This season, we're going to be getting a little bit more deeper, and I'm going to be asking a little bit more difficult questions where they don't have a direct answer, or the answer might be a little bit different from each one of us. You know, we go person to person, we might have a different answer or a different perspective when it comes to the, the this sort of question. And... Uh, These questions, though, they're all something that we have a perspective about. Every single one of us. If you're listening to this and you hear the question that's being asked, you'll have your own perspective on it. You'll have your own opinion on the way that these things are dealt with. And they all vary. They all vary just depending on maybe it's religious beliefs, maybe it's personal beliefs, maybe it's uh, some sort of... uh, just perspective that you gained over the course of your life and so what we'll be hearing today is my personal perspective on this topic but I hope that by sharing this perspective that you can either take something from it and um, you know make it a part of your own perspective or um, maybe you can just listen and see that there are some things that we think are the same when it comes to this particular question, okay? And this idea, this thought that I had, I was just uh, thinking about this not too long ago the other day, and I was also, you know, heavily thinking about it for almost a week now since the last, actually since the last recording, which is quite funny, Give me an idea of what I wanted to talk about this for this week. Um, you know, so it kind of pushed back everything I had planned for the next couple episodes. But I don't know. I just think this this is kind of important. So I hope that those of you listening can, you know, gain gain something. You know, if you can take one thing from what I'm saying, then hopefully, no, not hopefully, I will definitely consider this episode to be a success and that's just yeah that's just the way I feel about it um anyways so let's just get to it um one thing that we have all sort of felt at one particular point in time is the feeling of loss whether it was a loved one that may have passed away or maybe it was somebody who you know that you just lost forever or even a pet. Maybe you lost a pet. And so it's kind of dealing with the acceptance of that loss and dealing with sort of the tragedies, that's how you pronounce it, tragedies that have uh, um, sort of taken over parts of your life in some aspect and and what you've probably taken from those tragedies and and whatnot. Um, So I'll start by telling you a story. Um, when I was younger, one thing that I remember growing up, which is, I guess if you think back, 
at the time I didn't realize it, but if I think back on it, I guess it's a little sad, but um, I went to a, a lot of funerals, and a lot of the funerals were family members, um, and I don't really, I didn't really know who any of them were because, you know, they were all older for the most part, and my parents knew them or knew of them. They were like either their cousins or whatever the case might be, but I got pretty familiar with sort of what a funeral was and what it meant and what it meant for someone to no longer be um, here on this earth anymore and uh, kind of the way that people reacted to that situation, you know, to that person no longer being here. And I easily related it to um, the loss of pets because I also lost a few pets uh, growing up as well. So, I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't really understand the difference at that time. You know, when you're like six or seven years old, you don't really, really know the difference. All you know that, all you really know is that they're no longer going to be there anymore. Um, lost a few friends in, uh, in high school as well, um, which was a different sort of feeling and I'll kind of get into that later, but, um, you know, it's different when you, when you personally know somebody compared to just being at a funeral because, uh, maybe your parents are taking you there with them or. Um, you know, maybe you're just invited and wanted to show your condolences or whatever the case might be. But um, I just remember at that time, I would just see other people crying. So I would start crying. It was just kind of an overwhelming feeling. And uh, I didn't quite know. I didn't quite know why I was crying. Just saw that everyone else was and would feel kind of bad if I was the only one not crying, you know? So, uh, it just, but, you know, it happened naturally. I wasn't forced. It was just kind of like when you're surrounded by all these people crying, it kind of like makes you want to feel the same sort of feeling, whether you understood it or not. And when you did feel that feeling, you felt a little bit better because you kind of felt like, well, this is how I'm supposed to feel. Um, at least that was my experience growing up. At some point, though, uh, you know, I didn't really uh, cry at funerals anymore. Not because I wasn't sad about it. Not because I. Uh, um, not because I didn't. Like, was trying not to cry or whatever the case might be. It was just, at some point, you understand that it's a part of life, you know, there's no, there's no life without death, and there's no death without life, and death is not the end, it's the beginning, because especially if you're religious, I mean, when you pass on from this life, you gain uh, eternal life elsewhere in heaven, hopefully, but also at the same time, when someone passes away, when someone moves on, it, op it opens a spot for someone else. And 
the beautiful thing about about that is even though that you no longer have this person there with you or on this earth anymore a new and a new person or a new being is born into this earth and the beautiful thing about that is see i believe everything is connected the universe as a whole we're all connected as much as you may think otherwise you see that everything relies on everything else just think about it in this way you can look at a rock and think that there's no connection to you to that rock but little did you know is that what you're standing on every time you take a step is a rock and so you're trusting that rock to hold you up of course you don't think about that on a daily and the reason why you don't think about that daily or consciously is because you know that con that you know that connection is there you trust that connection 100% you don't need to put or devote any energy or time or thought into it because you know with absolute that that rock those rocks are going to hold you up You can think it's dirt. If you walk in a dirt path, you can think it's dirt. But what dirt is, is just tiny, 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 tiny rocks all clustered together into one, one seemingly giant rock. Anyways, um, so what I meant by that, everything's being connected. When one individual passes on and another is born, the beautiful thing about that is that that being that is born gets to experience life for the first time you ever watch a tv show and the first time you watch the tv show it's like so amazing and then when you go back and you rewatch it it's good it's great but it's not the same as it was the first time you watched it you see because there's nothing like experiencing something for the first time and so when a new being is born, when a child is born, they get to experience everything for the first time. Just like how you did when you were a child and you experienced life for the first time. It was a beautiful thing. You know, there was no anticipation. There was no worries, no thoughts about the future, no thoughts about the past. There was just you living in that moment enjoying and, and connecting with all of life around you and that I think is one of the most beautiful things in the world and so one thing that you start to understand as you experience you gain knowledge and you start to understand and accept what death brings you get a kind of joy at least I do um not in the sense of because that person has now moved on, but, you know, a lot of times when people do pass away or you lose somebody, there's a some form of suffering involved. And, you know, it's a good feeling to know that they're no longer suffering. And at the same time, a new 
breath isn't renewed in this world and life continues regardless of how crazy the world might seem and might get and in a way it's honorable when someone moves on to the next life um i say that too because one of the things that i feel like a lot of us hold on to a lot when it comes to when it comes to this point in time you know is a little bit selfish in that you maintain this sadness or this feeling of sadness when a certain individual moves on passes away uh, i say move moves on because again it doesn't have to just be about death but i feel like death is one of the uh easiest ease or easier analogies to understand in this in in this perspective but uh you see the thing is two years ago when my grandma passed away um the first thing that a lot of people tend to do is blame themselves for maybe not being there when they should have or for maybe not uh doing something doing something where um you know they could have somehow prevented prevented something from happening but i knew this i mean i knew it i knew that that's sort of the feeling that people get and uh so when those feelings start to creep up I just remember, like, for, for, for me, when my grandma's, you know, passed away, the first thing that came up was, like, why wasn't I there? Why didn't I, um, you know, spend more time with her? So on and so forth. But, you know, the the thing is, I mean, who am I to think that I would have been able to stop that from happening, you know? If it's an illness, what am I? I mean, I, even if I was a doctor, who, who am I to think that I would have some godlike powers and would be able to take it away miraculously? I mean, that's you know the 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 most that I could do for my grandma at that time is do the things that made her happy, and the things that made her happy was seeing us happy. In whatever form that may be, if that meant that we were out traveling or if that meant that we were going to school or maybe, you know, creating something or um, doing the things that we love, basically, then she was happy. You know, she didn't she didn't really um, she didn't really like she didn't really. I mean, of course she wanted us to be there with her, hang out with her, see her every now and then. But if we were out doing the things we loved, then she was happy with that. You know, that's uh, that's something that she would have appreciated, you know, as if we 
Didn't worry because she was sick. Don't worry because she was sick. Don't worry about those things. Just go out. Make her happy by living a happy life for ourselves, you know? And that that is probably one of the most selfless things I think somebody that I've seen and experienced with do or say or even uh, just by her, their actions, you know. It was very admirable. It was. And I learned a lot from this time, you know. I did. I learned a lot. And it made, you know, of course, when she passed away, I was very sad, you know. You know, I, I showed up to the hospital because um, I was at school and my mom called me and my mom told me that my grandpa had taken my grandma to the hospital. Now, this is on the day that she ended up passing away, but, um, you know, she was she was sick for a little while before then. And, um, you know, I, I left school and I went straight to the hospital. It took me about uh, half an hour to get there, so on my way my way there, I think my mom had called me back and told told me that she had actually passed away and whatnot. And um, so, uh, you know, I'm still I'm still driving there. I get there and I see her, and of course I'm you know I'm human, so you know the emotions come, but they're not there very long. Quickly, quickly, I uh, I just compose myself and I start to handle everything that I needed to handle because uh, you know my grandpa at that time uh, he was there he's also uh, a little bit older so um, you know didn't really know too much about handling this sort of situation especially in this moment where you have a lot of feelings that are just overwhelming everything so I was talking to the nurse and I was trying to get everything situated because my grandma, one of the one things that she had said before she passed away was that she wanted to to donate her body to science and um, didn't want like a funeral burial or anything like that. She wanted to just donate her body to science and that was that. So um, that's what that's what I did. I had to uh, handle that, call a bunch of different places, like be in constant communication with the nurse to make sure that everything's going the way that it should. Um, and then at the same time, I had to like call the people because my mom, and my uncle who live in Texas wanted to come down and at least see her before they took her body away. So, um, you know, we I did a lot of a lot of things that I needed to do in that moment. So I had to be composed and, and everything. So the thing is, though, uh, that was more of a distraction at that time. You know, you kind of feel like when maybe you go home later or you're you're there later in the day um once everything kind of when the dust sort of settles that you'll start to think more about it and think about what's the first thought i'm never going to see them again or i'm never going to you know but when those thoughts came to me you know i didn't really become sad and a lot of the reason was because you know I knew that she was suffering. I knew that she wasn't feeling good. And I knew that as much as she wanted to be here, 
and see and witness all the great things that her children and her grandchildren were going to do that uh you know she also deserved to not suffer anymore that's true and it would be very selfish to think or to want essentially to keep her here on this earth to continue that suffering just because of my own selfish desire to help to have my grandma around you know that's that's the way I thought about it you know that's the way that I was able to kind of accept what had just happened was you know I can be sad about this for three years a year whatever the case might be however long it might have took but eventually see the thing is eventually Everyone who has lost somebody accepts that loss at some point. And you can talk about it without feeling sad. You can talk about them and their memories that you've had without getting sad about it. And that's the thing that I, that's the thing that I sort of realize. It's almost like society or your family even places a time frame on how long you should be sad before you can be like, okay, you know, let's let's uh, let's just, you know, let's just move on. I guess I don't know. <laughs> you know, I mean, you you can. It's okay if you lose someone very close to you, and the next day you're smiling and having a great time, and you feel okay, you know, because you accepted that reality quickly. And that's okay, you know. You can accept that reality as quickly as you need to. Um, one thing that, you know, it's never easy, but if you... I feel like the thing that hurts the most is when it's sudden. Maybe like an, a car accident or something. Or, um, or, you know, just a very anomaly that might have happened where it took someone's life and those I feel like a lot a lot those are a lot harder to accept because you know they happen so suddenly so you didn't anticipate it, anything of that nature happening to someone close to you or whatever the case might be if you you know have a loved one who's going through something you know, like an illness or a disease or something like that. Um, it's a little bit, I f personally, I feel like it's a little bit, I mean, I, of course, it depends on how close they are to you, but personally, I feel like it's a little bit easier to accept or it, it's all, you can accept it a lot more quickly because the anticipation's there where you kind of have in the back of your mind, like, okay, well, one day or someday soon, this might happen. And, I mean, that's, I don't think that's a you know, something that you shouldn't, should not think about, you know, like, I'm sure you have, when you see someone who's sick, or someone close to you who's ill, those thoughts automatically kind of just creep up to your mind, like, wow, like, this can happen, or this may happen, you know, and if it doesn't, great, you know, as long as, you know, that person's quality of life did not change drastically, where they are in some form, 
suffering the consequences if they can live a happy life then that's amazing you know but the one thing that again i think is uh, can be considered selfish is if you know you hold on to somebody or something longer than you probably should and that goes for a lot of things you know it's not just in this sense you know that's uh you know if you're working at a job that you hate you don't want to work at it for longer than you probably should or if you're in a relationship and you know it's not going well and you know that you should probably break it off but you hang on to it probably for a little bit longer than you probably should you know so at some point you got to accept what the world what the universe is throwing at you and you know these things are sad these things aren't easy to think about these things aren't fun to think about but the more that you can accept and the more that you can understand what it means to accept loss of somebody whether it's in the sense of you know losing a loved one to um, some sort of disease or accident or maybe you break up with somebody who you thought you were going to marry um, or maybe you or maybe they break up with you I don't know wherever the case might be but um, you know these things that you are typically very hard to accept if you understand and you learn to accept them and and uh, kind of gauge what that does for you then all of this leads back to one simple conclusion one simple fact and that's that you will live a life filled with joy and happiness not a life full of regret not a life full of animosity not a life full of uh, doubt self-doubt you know all in all happiness is what I think is one thing that's most important in every single person's life and the reason why I wanted to talk about this particular topic is because usually when you are saddened when you are brought down by the loss of an individual that affects your happiness and it can affect your happiness over the course of years and years to come because maybe you can't forgive yourself maybe you regret not being there for someone or maybe you regret some decisions you made but one thing that us humans have a hard time doing is letting go letting go of things that uh, I guess we can't accept you know we just can't let those things go and when you can't let them go you don't accept you don't accept them basically for what they are and you know again it's I think it's a it's just human nature. Humans are selfish in nature. And so when you go against the grain, it's harder to make those decisions. Even if, in, if, even if they're in our best interest, it's harder to make those decisions. 
you know, and a lot of it has to do with change. And so that's another thing that I would love to get into because change is something that a lot of people accept. You know, it's a, it's a very common phrase where it's like, uh, what is it? If it ain't broke, don't fix it sort of thing. Um, but you see the thing with change or no change, I should say, is that you sort of stay stagnant and you're not progressing. And the thing is, when you're not progressing, when a situation arrives and you don't know how to handle it, it can be drastic. The outcome could be drastic. And the thing about change is if you're able to learn from the experience, your experience, if you're able to let go and learn from your experiences and understand what it means to live, what it means to have a happy life, what it means to allow others to have their own happy lives, then as a whole, as a whole population, as a society, it'll be easier to accept one another for all the differences that we have. And that's definitely something that isn't... Uh, it's a hot topic. It's a hot topic these days. It is. You know, I don't remember ever in my life where I live it being so di uh, divided, you know. Part of it could be now that we're in the age of the internet, a lot of information, a lot of things are just so easily attainable, but, you know, that's something completely different. That is something completely different. We can have that conversation another day. Um, but I think, uh, I think, uh, I think that's, that's what I wanted to share. I just wanted to share that some thoughts that I've been having over the past week or so. Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll just say this too. Uh, this is more about the podcast itself. It's For whatever reason, I find it a lot more difficult to just blab on and talk. <laughs> I'm just being honest with, it, with everyone. I feel like it's a lot easier when there's some sort of feedback or if like on the first season I'm talking to somebody and um, you know I can see where they're coming from understand them ask them questions based off of that or if I have if I think of something think of some sort of a, um, a question in the form of uh, not pushing somebody but just trying to understand how the different types of people think and that that is just so interesting to me and so we're going to get a lot more of that we're going to get a lot more of that um this season okay starting next week um because i'm going to be basically getting a lot of different perspectives on kind of vague vagueish questions because you know I want to start by asking questions or talking about topics that are a little bit more universal 
Um, that way, it's just a, le a little bit easier to understand. Um, and then if there's something that needs to be a little bit more specific, a little bit more detailed, I will definitely get into that because that's some good stuff, not going to lie. Some good stuff. So, um, but anyways, that's it for this week. Um, another short episode, but uh, don't worry, we'll get on we'll get on to the uh, the longer ones uh, when we start getting the perspectives from other people because that's going to be really interesting. Hopefully, you're able to just listen to this and take something from me just going on and on and on about the acceptance of loss and 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 stuff like that. Um, but you know. Thank you again, and uh, we'll see you next week.